Hey, Soul, Big Ronnie here. We're doing our at-home check-ins, the stay-at-home series, checking in with our, our favorite artists, seeing how they're holding up. And uh, I got to say, this next gentleman uh, has got the best backdrop we have seen just yet. He is pimped and ready. He's shaved this morning, he told me. It's uh, BG183. How are you, man? I'm doing fine. You know, like, it's just crazy right now, like, the whole situation, you know, like, um, you know, I'm trying to maintain in the sense of, you know, like everything, you know, so, you know, I, what I've been doing is working, you know, just working on creating stuff. Hopefully when everything is all over, you know, I could start pushing out my stuff that I've been doing for the last few years. Now, let, let's talk about that because you are one, uh, uh, you know, uh, one of the few artists that have made the successful transition uh, you know, from from streets to canvas. Now, how, how is that? How is that helping or hurting you right now? Would you rather just be working on the streets again? Um, for me, it's like like I started like from the beginning. Like I I started, you know, as a graffiti artist working working as a graffiti artist painting, and then we started doing this advertising in the street, and you know, like. It just started like two, three years ago, me actually painting canvases because I was getting a lot of requests on my social media, like like Instagram, Facebook, and all the office or email. They was like sending me like, yo, guys, you know, especially you, BG, I would love a painting from you. And, and I, you know, I've been just painting, just, you know, like I have one painting behind me that I worked on for Big Pun. I got a couple of stuff that I've been doing. and it is, you know, either or, like, you know, as me as being an artist, you know, I work everywhere. You know, I could do canvases or I could go out and paint, you know, in a street or in a company, in an office space, you know. But right now, it's, everything is just shut down. So what I've been doing is just creating new ideas that I could come up. I see when everything just opens up in the world, you know, I could start producing again like, like I've been doing. Are you going to come out of uh, lockdown with some new skills? You've been working on some new things? Yeah, everything is all, you know, this is a time that you could really create because now you got time for your own because, you know, not only that I've been working, like, last few months I've been working, like, eight hours or ten hours a day painting a mural. So now I'm really back home just trying to create different new yeah i'm gonna have the the game plan the game plan is to continue doing what i'm doing you know to show my fans and the people that follow me to show that i'm still out here i'm still currently you know um i'm also getting bad news from people that's that's passing away you know i got you know rest in peace lava nick 707 just passed away from the from the covid 19 you know it's just been crazy but and end of the day, I just, you know, got to produce and any artist that's out there that's, you know, that's struggling, you know, they just got to keep their head up, you know, it's like, you know, like for me as being an artist for many years, you know, I went through the struggle of not making no money for like months. So for now, I just taking that same um, way that I was doing before and just, you know, applying it now. And the only thing is it just, I'm creating, you know, I have to push my pencil, 
come out with great ideas, you know, um, to market BG183. Now, let, let, let's talk about that. I say it often that every artist is, is a small business. Now, it's a different world right now trying to, to make a buck as an artist. Uh, you don't have the galleries that are open. You don't have uh, uh, anything retail that you, your, your potential customers can reach out to. And even if they're reaching out over social media, is, is now the best time to be shipping things. So how, how, are you, how are you swimming those waters? Oh, man, um, again, just posting new images that I have on, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, staying, staying current to what's going on, you know. Um, just, you know, hopefully, you know, again, everything just flow over. But, you know, but for me, it's just, you just got, you got to continue that hustle, you just can't stay behind and just say, oh, I'm giving up. You gotta like, even like, and nobody's buying, you just gotta continue producing, you know. You know, this is not, hopefully doesn't last another two years, you know, like hopefully everything be rolling, you know, the next year or two, like, you know, you can make it happen. But at the end of the day, I just gotta believe what I've been doing for the last few, you know, for the last 40 years, you know, as a graffiti artist, just painting and continue producing. I don't know what else I could do. I wake up in the morning and I got the itch on my finger that I want to paint. So I go out and paint and produce. Even I'm doing something for myself or I get a group, you know, the other day I just painted with yes, one, and sign. And we just, you know, kept ourselves distant from like six feet and we, you know, we painted it. Uh, on my train. So, you know, just kind of continue doing what I'm doing. I chatted with, with Yes yesterday. Uh, his, this, that interview will go up with yours uh, probably uh, tomorrow. I think the, these are going to air on Thursday. He's doing okay. He said hi. Oh, yes, yeah. Tell him I say what's up. He's like one of the guys that's active. You know, he has his own section Brooklyn that he paints walls and he loves coming down to the office, you know, and, and he's been one of those artists. Not only that he's an artist, he's true to the heart of of being like a friend. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people want to go out there and say, I'm an artist, I'm good, I'm this, but he's just a great, you know, great friend, a great artist. And the same thing right here today, I'm in um, Eric All studio, like, you know, he gives me a chance to come here to produce my canvases and he, he's another great guy that um that you know I have to just take my hat off and you know and say yo you know because you don't get too many people that would definitely you know give you the opportunity to go to use somebody else's studio space so you know I'm blessed well let, let's let, let's talk about some of uh some of your history uh you're born and bred in New York like myself yes I appreciate that uh, now, when, wh how old were you when you first picked up a can or a mark oh, or whatever it was at the time? I picked up a can probably when I was like 16 years old. You know, before I picked up a can, I was also an artist that I started doing, you know, like regular art at four years old. Then I picked up a can at 16 and I never picked up a paintbrush, uh, ebony pencil, ink marker. After that, it just became just me and the spray paint and you know painting on the subway getting chased by police 
doing train panels, painting with great graffiti artists, you know, like Bio, Nysa, Mac. You know, you have Brim, Raz, Shane125, you know, Sam and Ken. You know, these guys, you know, was like people that I painted on the train and still part of TAT. And because of that reason, you know, I'm here today still painting. Now, the speaking of tats, uh, you guys are, have had some of the most uh, uh, visible walls, I think, in the world recently. Thank you. That this, the Bowery Bowery Wall alone, you guys are up there. What was it? Uh, oh. The last year and and the month of the coldest month of the year. You know that was like, I think the ending of or the beginning of February or the ending of January. We painted that wall. And, you know, we was blessed, you know, from the Goldberg family, you know, blessed us to go paint. So it was Crash, Bio, Nice, and myself, you know, took that wall and we painted it. You know, it took us like two or three days to knock it out. And the theme was, you know, to bring New York back to the essence of, of the grab. So one part of the wall, you see Keith Herring. He was one of the first person who painted on that particular wall. And so that's like, you know, I painted Keith Herring on the left hand side of the wall, painted a handbook called, you know, Days, you know, was also there, you know, and then we had all these graffiti artists that came through, like Scheme, Easy, you know, um, Zephyr, you know, these guys, you know, came down, like without us calling them, they came down and, and they showed love to tax crew and i think that's the thing that we've been doing and luckily that in the early 90s you know we started getting these walls because we got a contract with coca-cola and that came through chico from the lower east side you know he came up to us he said look i want you guys to do walls in the bronx and that's what we did we started painting walls in the bronx and we knew how to lock these walls down in the early 90s like it was really no one really painting large walls with permission. You know, a lot of these walls that was painted in the early 90s or 80s, they all was illegally painted. Like we painted a whole bunch of them like that. But we wanted to do like an advertising with Coca-Cola. So we had a lot into like contracts in the early 90s. So we knew how to go into the landlords, talk to the landlord, give them a contract. And, you know, and that took off like, like everything. Now, it, it, it sounds like you're on top of it in terms of handling uh, what you need to do while you're indoors. What, what, what advice would you give to some, some guys or, or girls starting out today that were, you know, looking down, uh, you know, the, the, the vandalism, the graffiti history that was 30 or 40 years before they even heard of it? You know, wh how, does, uh, how does someone avoid some mistakes these days? Um, one is, um, you know, if you are young artists, you know, picking up can for the first time, you know, find a wall that, you know, another graffiti artist or find a wall that you could paint and learn on your own. You know, there's a lot of videos out there, you know, a lot of graffiti artists don't mind painting and showing you. Uh, you just got to keep active, learn your history learn the artists that painted before you, you know, that's, that definitely helped, you know, any type of 
that any stuff that you want to learn, you always got to get like a history and, and learn it. And that would definitely help you move on to, you know, to, you know, gently go up, up, up rank because, you know, there's too many people right now that that's doing this graph and, you know, it's a, it's a, it's around the world. You know, you got people from Africa, you got people from China, you got people from Spain, you know, the West Coast, you know, Hawaii, and, you know, so you're competing. So you got to stay active, you know, produce, produce, no matter like, you know, I know people got Instagram and their artists are just starting out. They're not getting no likes. No big deal. Just keep producing. And the only thing in the end of the day, if you do get work, from anybody, make sure your name is on whatever work you do. So if I'm going to do something for somebody saying for free or getting paid, my name is going to be on that work. So that's how you get, you know, you get your name out there and, you know, just, just produce and be happy with what you're doing. Let's, uh, it's great advice. And I, I think, <clears throat> I, I think what a lot of, what a lot of people make the mistake of is realizing that they're not, their name's not going to be in lights the first time they write on a wall. Right. Nobody's going to see it. Nobody's going to care until they see it a million right. times. How many times have you seen cost? Yeah. Many times, man. That's like a great guy, you know, like I met him in the nineties and you know, he just, he just blew up. You know what I'm saying? Like when I started graffiti, that's how I was, you know, nobody was showing me love. Nobody was giving me that respect of being a graffiti artist. You know, it took me like a whole year being in the mix of being a graffiti artist to get accepted, you know, as BG183. Even when I was writing BG183, people didn't know that was me. They were like, oh, that's not you. Get out of here. Get out of you. That's not you. you. You can't be him because the other guy's really nice and you're not nice. So you, you just got to push it and be and be what you want, you know. You know, it's hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why they call us starving artists. But you just got to keep pushing it, you know. If you got a job, keep the job. Don't leave the job to become an artist. Keep the job. Make money at your, at your job. And also, if you can make money doing art, you know. And then if you see that the art is making more money, then you could leave your job and, and, and do it 100%. When you do it 100%, it becomes real. It becomes like reality to a person that want to do this type of work. Snap your fingers. You get one wish. What restaurant could you have open right now? What food do you miss? Oh, man. You know, <laughs> me and my wife was talking about that the other day. You know, it's a, it's a whole bunch of them that we go to. But I don't know. I don't have a really one that I could snap my fingers. You know, I, I could snap for 10. But I don't know, like, that's a really, 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 like, a surprising question. I don't know. I could say, you know, you got, like, um, the Bronx Grill that's located on one Bruckner. I love that place to go eat at. And Cite, you know. And I think these are the two restaurants that I could pick because they locally and they, you know, they really, really do good food. And I, I go there. I was going there, like, maybe once a week to eat and now because of all this going on you know i don't mind my wife cooking you know she does great work and great cooking when she when she cooks you're lucky yes yes i'm definitely lucky you know i'm lucky that 
I'm here today, you know, you know, like the other day I was in on Third Avenue, 149th Street, on Easter Sunday, and there was at 4 p.m. There was no one. All the stores were closed, you know, mandatory, up, you know, with the laws and everything. But to see that on Easter Day, that you know everybody's out there shopping for new sneakers, shopping for new jackets, and there was no one. It was just empty. It was yeah. just empty. I couldn't, you know, I was shocked. You know, like I even forgot that it was Easter. Like, you know, I'm walking. I said, wow, is this really Easter? You know, but hopefully, you know, it changed and, you know, you know, and blessed to everybody, family that, you know, had family, family member that passed away. You know, I, I, I know two of my friends, like fathers, and I think one of my friend's mother passed away. So, you know, like, it's like, it's sad at the same time. Absolutely. We have a couple of questions from our contributors that I want to uh, get your answers to. Uh, the first one is, is it true that you met Bio sharing the same locker in, when you guys were in school? Yes, we all met at the uh, art school. Yes, we did. Me and Bio met at the uh, major art class in James Murrah High School in the early 80s. Very cool. And also, uh, same contributor wants to know if you have a, a memorable big pun story to share, considering how prominent he is in your work. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's one story with pun. Um, one time we were painting outdoors, and it was like one of the coldest days. We were doing like a medical center off of Solon Boulevard and Westchester Avenue. And he had came through with a brand new Lexus. <sighs> Drove by us, punked the horn. Oh, what's up, Pun? Pun already had dropped this album. And it was cold. And we kept wondering, you know, why he's driving with the window open. And, you know, after he left, we just wondered, like, you know, Pun, Pun was driving, you know, he's cool. You know, he's not feeling cold. And I realized that because he was so big that, I don't think his elbow fit in the car. So he had to drive with the window like this. So he was driving, so the window is open. And that's how we realized that how big Pun was getting. He wasn't little Pun. Hmm? He wasn't little Pun. No, he was not slim Pun. He was like big, big, big Pun. And, you know, I had a, like, this guy, like, when he spoke, when he rhymed, you know, you see this, this big guy and, and whatever came out was like a rhyme and he sounded so good. Like, you had to really watch him run. And he's like one of the best rapper, the first Latino to go double platinum in this hip hop world, you know what I'm saying? So it's an honor. That's why if you look on my painting, you will see it, you know, that, you know, this is pain that I did for him, like, you know, because he, not only that I was a fan, you know, he was also a friend and he was part of the crew. It was, uh, in my humble opinion, it was the best time for hip hop, the best ever. Yeah, one of the best time, you know, like, you know, like when people heard his song, people would, would jump up, it would be dead, like music would be playing in the club. And when his song came up, everybody would just jump. You know, like everybody, like he, he had the rhythm. He had the rhythm and blues, you know. Well, I, I think you got the rhythm and blues in you too, brother. 
And um, oh, man, thank you. I want you to keep. I want you to keep focused on the work. It sounds like you got your head screwed on tight. I'm happy to hear it. Uh, that's you know, it's what we want to do. We want to check in with artists, make sure that um, they're doing okay and uh, the work is continuing, and uh, we're doing what we can to uh, show our our viewers, our, our listeners, now our viewers, that uh, that you guys are doing your thing. So it's good to see. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. And again, blessed for everyone that's watching, BG183 Task Crew, love y'all. Before I let you go, uh, let everybody know where they can find you online, get your uh, take. Oh, okay, you know, um, mad easy, you could Google just BG183, and I, I, I should have my own page. Uh, if you're looking for me on Instagram, hashtag BG183, and I just pop up, you know, I'm not hard to find. You know, you could put Task Crew, and you know, I'm there in the website. So, you know, if you're looking for work or you're looking for, you know, a lot of people actually reach out to me and, you know, they ask me, you know, how do you, you know, how can I get can control? Because I like, they always say I, I'm like the master of the can control. So, you know, people are welcome to just, you know, just give me a talk, you know, saying I don't mind, you know, helping out at the end of the day. That's great to hear. Well, thank you very much, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you out there as soon as you can get out there. Oh, yes, man. Hopefully soon. All right. Thank you. Yeah.